This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi everyone, this is Carmen and Christina, and this is Historias Unknown, a podcast where we talk about Latin American history. Sometimes it's horrible and deals with heavy topics like racism, corruption, and genocide. But more than that, it's also about resistance, power, and community. And today, it's like none of that, okay? (laughs) Actually, maybe a little bit of racism. Oh. (laughs) But our topics lately have been very heavy. And I just wanted to find like a silly little topic. I love silly little topics. That's good because that's what I'm doing today. So before we start, uh, Carmen, sing La Cucaracha, please. Um, I only know La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha, and that's all I know. Oh my God. You don't remember the version you've heard? I feel like I remember the little tone after, but I don't remember the words. You don't remember the words? Well, this didn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting you to sing some version and then I'd be like, wrong. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Mm, Well, I guess it was wrong anyway, because I don't remember it. You were wrong in the sense that you don't remember it. Hmm. Okay, well, I can't do it because I've already read too many versions uh, for my notes. (laughs) I'm going to be telling you about the history of La Cucaracha. Wow. (laughs) Yes. um, (laughs) Side note, I hate cockroaches. And it's racist? It c- could be, yeah. Everything's a little racist, so yeah, makes yeah. sense. Checks out. I yeah. also hate cockroaches. Uh, yeah. And this is a fear we inherited from our mother because yes. she also hates cockroaches. Oh my yes. God, it's my it, nightmare, nightmare. Like I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't handle it. I can't even talking about it. I want to run out of my body. Same. Uh, there's an episode of Bones in the, the first season it might not even be in the first season. It might be the second one. Mm-hmm. There's this uh, a serial killer that um, takes girl, women, or is it teens? I don't remember. I think it's teens. He takes teens and um, the way he kills them is like their true fear. Like, so oh, one girl, yeah, yeah, yeah I he remember puts that. in a room full of snakes. Well, mine would be cockroaches. I literally just pass out. And I would fucking die on the spot. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't like talking about them. But in the context of the song, it's a little okay. <laughs> so the most well-known version of this beloved children's song dates back to the Mexican Revolution. Well, actually, let me tell you before I start that um, the version that I remember hearing the most was La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha. Yeah, no puede caminar porque le falta, porque le falta. And then the part after that, I forget. Like, le falta un pie or something, una pata de atrás. Okay, because that sounds very familiar. Okay, yeah. So that's the version I kind of remember hearing. But there's a lot of versions. The most well-known version of the beloved uh, La Cucaracha, <laughs> beloved children's song, it dates back to the Mexican Revolution. But of course, there are some that say it dates back to Spain during the Spanish-Moroccan War from 1859. Uh And the lyrics 
known from 1859 during this war war i said i said weird during this war um, i didn't even notice oh okay it's sung in the same tune that we know like cucaracha but the words are different so and i don't know how to sing it because this doesn't make any sense to me de las patillas un moro tengo que hacer una escoba para barrer el cuartel de la infantería española oh i would uh, i don't know I don't know how you sing that in the tune of La Cucaracha. I have no idea. I'm in English. <laughs> From the sideburns of a moor, I must take a broom to sweep the quarters of the Spanish infantry. Hmm. That sounds lame, honestly. Mm. It's not as catchy. <laughs> I like uh, our version better. It's not. I don't know. Maybe we're biased. <laughs> um, I will not be getting into that war because I don't care about the, Span- the Spanish. <laughs> I've been talking about the Spanish too much today. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We just recorded for Spooky Tales and it, it was in Spain. The story took place in Spain. And then yes. even her spooky recommendation was a movie, for, a Spanish movie from uh-huh. Spain. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I want to like die a little bit right now. Um. <laughs> I think that we need to decenter Spain from our conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um. So there's also another version from the Peninsular War from 1807 to 1814. So even before the 1859 version. And for those that don't know, for those that don't know, the Peninsular War is when Spain and Portugal try to (laughs) expel the French. That's why I laughed because, again, I'm I'm talking about Spain. They tried to expel the French from the peninsular area uh, because, you know, if we we remember this time frame, Napoleon Bonaparte Mm. was trying Mm -hmm. to colonize everywhere, um, including colonize from the colonizers, like take their, (laughs) take the land that they were currently colonizing, you know, (laughs) colonization times two, I don't know, three, whatever. Um, To the power of two. Sorry, not times two. (laughs) Squared. (laughs) Yes. Colonization squared. Yes. Yeah. So um, (laughs) they were all fighting in this area. So when the French soldiers returned to France, they brought along a song with them. And the lyrics, the tune is the same, but the lyrics again are different. And I'm not going to read them in French because I don't know French. (laughs) (laughs) But the English lyrics are, listen, listen, in her flight, la cucaracha touched me. She's there. Oh, she stinks me. This is so stupid. Oh, how itchy <laughs> for me. <laughs> La cucaracha, listen, I must sing. Okay. I don't know. I think it's I think it's referring to La Cucaracha as a woman and Oh. Uh STIs? She stings me. I'm not sure. I don't know. It made me think <laughs> of like crabs, really. STIs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess. Hmm. We can only speculate. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so the next popular version of the song now we're in mexico we're back to mexico uh, it's during the mexican revolution and i'm just gonna do a quick refresher because honestly it never hurts yeah and we've talked about the mexican revolution quite a bit but again a quick refresher because again it never hurts the mexican revolution took place from 1910 to 1920 it began with the call to arms to overthrow porfirio diaz there's a lot of ne- well-known figures during the Mexican Revolution, there was a lot of different factions or parties. But, you know, this includes Emiliano Zapata, Pancho Villa, Venustiano Carranza, Francisco Madero. And during this time, different presidents were in power. Like in 1911, 
the revolutionary Francisco Madera, Madero, sorry, Madero, was voted into presidency, but then he was deposed and killed in a coup by Victoriano Huerta. And so then the revolutionaries included like Francisco Madera, Pancho Villa, Zapata, Carranza, I think, Carranza. I'm pretty sure he was one of them. I could be wrong on Carranza. All these names start blending in for me and I need, I should have put it in my notes. I don't remember what side Venustiano Carranza <laughs> was at the moment. And then like Porfirio Diaz, Victoriano Huerta, they were the federalists, the not revolutionaries. So they were usually referred to as los porfiriatos or los uh-huh. huertistas. Okay. I don't, I hadn't heard that one, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. Porfiriato, whatever. Porfiriatos. Porfiriatos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're the same side, basically. Okay. So, yeah. When Victoriano Huerta was in power after the coup and killing Francisco Madera, the song La, La Cucaracha was inspired by him, I guess, based on him, you could say, mm. um, because Victoriano Huerta is La Cucaracha. <laughs> okay. In the song. So the lyrics that became popular by the revolutionaries go like this. La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha, ya no puede caminar. Porque no tiene, porque le falta marihuana para fumar, marihuana que fumar. Wow. Yes. We weren't singing that version. <laughs> no, but apparently it's so well known to this day. Oh. But I think the version most kids hear first is that no tiene patas de atrás. Yeah. The, the oh. cucaracha doesn't have feet yeah. or whatever. And then you like, you transition or you evolve into the mm. marihuana version mm-hmm. when you're older. <laughs> And then there's a second part of that. Um, ya murió la cucar. Oh, I guess. Ya, mu- ya murió la cucar. I can't. If I don't know it, I can't sing it in the same tone. Yeah, uh, I feel you because I don't have a musical bone in my body. Ya murió la cucaracha. I don't. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> ya murió la cucaracha. Ya la llevan a enterrar entre cuatro sopilotes y un ratón de sacristán. And again, I can't sing it because, yeah, like we said. I don't think I ever heard the end of it. I never heard that part either. And then in English, the cockroach, the cockroach can't walk anymore because it doesn't have, because it's lacking marijuana to smoke. The cockroach just died. They're taking it to be buried among four buzzards and a sacristan's mouse. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Victoriano Huerta was a known alcoholic and like alleged uh, weed smoker. Mm -hmm. Alleged stoner. (laughs) Yeah, alleged stoner who stumbled all over the place. And he was also balding and short and their uniform was brown. And so they said he resembled a cockroach. Wrong moment for me to drink water. <laughs> yes, yes. And so that's that's the song. Uh, <laughs> they sung him to him. <laughs> wow. Um, and of course, the huertistas or porfiriatos had their own version, which is actually kind of lame. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so this these l- lyrics confirm that Carranza was a revolutionary because okay, I couldn't so remember that right. earlier. So here are the lyrics um, for uh, them. Ya se van los carrancistas, ya se van haciendo bola, ya los chacales huertistas se los traen de la cola. Mm-hmm. Not as good. It's no. Not as good. No, and in English. And the carrancistas are on full retreat. The huertistas, um, oh, I guess jackal, the the Jaco Huertistas have caught them by the tail. Uh, again, lame. <laughs> and there was one other version during the Mexican Revolution uh, that was popular among Porfirio Diaz's army as well. And this 
refer to la cucaracha as a woman and specifically women in the revolution so las soldaderas okay and um in the book mexican military myth and history by elizabeth salas she writes that like for for the porfirio diaz army um they believed la cucaracha in quotes wanted money for alcohol and marijuana she often was so drunk or stoned that she could not walk straight and unlike songs about the men in the war None of the songs refer to women in name, which we learned when we talked about Las Adelitas before. Yes. Yeah. And so there's not a lot of songs. And when there is, they're like insults <laughs> like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So her quote ends in like, consequently, there are very few stanzas that ring true about women in battle or in the camps. And yeah, that's true. And actually, the first printed version of the song La Cucaracha, it's from 1915, and it does refer to La Cucaracha as a soldadera. And I'm not going to read all of those. I have this this little image here from the mm-hmm. Library of Congress website. They actually have a digital copy of this. It's called Corrido de la Cucaracha. I'm going to show it to you on screen, but we'll also post a picture on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I see. And yeah, this refers to La Cucaracha in the song as a soldadera. So... La cucaracha, la cucaracha ya no quiere caminar porque no tiene, porque no tiene dinero para gastar. Pobre la cucaracha, pobre de la cucaracha se queja de corazón de no usar ropa planchada por la escasez del carbón. Uh, and it's just, it's very long. I'm not going to read it all, but it's basically just talking shit about the soldaderas. I will not stand for soldadera slander. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Apparently, the, the drawing in this imprint was based on... It says Segunda Sargenta Teresa, hmm. but it doesn't have, it doesn't have like a last name. That's the other uh, version. Of course, because the U.S.-Mexico border is so close, you know, mm-hmm. La Cucaracha spilled over to the U.S. and it also became very well known there. And I guess at some point, calling Mexicans cockroaches. I I am vaguely aware of that for some reason. <laughs> became a thing at the border by yeah. uh, the Anglos. <laughs> yes, yeah. And then in the 90s, um, or not in the 90s, but sorry, uh, during the um, Chicano movement, uh-huh. Chicanos apparently tried to reclaim cockroach. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Which is not one thing I personally would have done. I would. I don't think that. Yeah. If it was like a cuter animal, maybe. But maybe. like a bug, a disgusting bug. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So what did this look like then? Like what? So uh, one Chicano author, Oscar Zeta Acosta, wrote a novel titled The Revolt of the Cockroach People. Oh, I, I've heard of that book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never actually read it. Me either. I've only heard of it. Yeah, I guess that's why I was aware that the uh, cockroach was an insult for like Mexicans. Yeah, it, yeah. And it was. Um, and so that was like him trying to reclaim it. And then like in 1992, a Chicano artist Lalo Alvarez created a comic strip um, called La Cucaracha, where the cucaracha is dressed like a gangster, like a homie. Are you serious? Khaki pants. Sorry, I have to look this up. Yeah. And I couldn't find the actual comic no strip. No pictures? I just saw oh. about it. There has to be pictures. What is it? Lalo Alvarez. Yeah. It was on LA Times, I think. 
LA Times Weekly. I don't know. You said Alvarez, but it's Alcaraz. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. It's yeah, it's Lalo Alcaraz. Oh no, there it is. Yeah, on GoComics.com you can find it. Yeah, and it's supposed to be this satirical comic strip focused on U.S. Latino culture, politics, and society. That's what the comic is based on. And I actually have not read it. Oh, it's still going today. Yeah, because I think all of these are like new ones from what I'm seeing. Yeah, but this one doesn't look like... Look, La Cucaracha celebrates 21 years of daily national syndication. Oh, so yeah. I wanted to find a comic that has the actual Cucaracha in it, but... Oh, here's one. Okay. Okay, so let's see. I put random and this pulled up from June 30th, 2014. So La Cucaracha is sitting on a couch with his homie. Uh, they're watching TV, I guess. It says the crowd is hushed and the ball goes in. And then La Cucaracha says, compared to Univision, ESPN's World Cup coverage sounds like they're covering golf. Oh, yeah, no, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, are we fans now? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me bring another one up. Let's see. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Here's one from 2012, January 30th. They're in a building called Peludo Arms. Oh, it's a, it looks like it's an apartment building. Okay. There's someone inside saying, Cuco, it's rent time. Let's see. Okay, so this is Cuco, the friend. What are all these books doing here? And then La Cucaracha says, I spent my rent money on books to smuggle into Arizona. And then Cuco says, Latino history books. And then La Cucaracha says, Arizona doesn't like it when a Mexican-American studies. Okay. Uh, I might be a fan. <laughs> <laughs> That was when they were banning uh, or trying to get rid of the Mexican studies yes. in high schools, I think, something like mm -hmm. that. And so, of course, not all agree with the idea of, of calling yourself a cucaracha, <laughs> a cockroach. <laughs> it didn't sit well with a lot of older Mexican-Americans. Yeah. So one, oh, I didn't write down his name. What's wrong with me? So I just wrote a uh, Mexican-American writer at university professor. And I, I didn't write down his name. So some, some guy. <laughs> <laughs> some professor at a university uh, said the following. <laughs> and I'm just going to go with it. I'm not going to go look for it. Yeah, no. Said the following about the comic strip. Solo un pueblo que ha sido destruido se desprecia semejantemente. Uh, only a people that has been destroyed denigrates itself in such fashion. To him, it, this is insulting. It's like, who would call themselves a cockroach? <laughs> I mean, I think that... I, to me, it's gross because I hate cockroaches. Yeah. But it's just... It's just a little fun. <laughs> it's not that serious. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I agree. And of course, this isn't like the first time we've heard it. Uh, <laughs> did you ever watch... I didn't watch this just because I couldn't... I read about how factually incorrect it was and i was like i can't watch this but john leguizamo's uh latin history for dummies or whatever it's called no i didn't watch it because i had a sour taste of him in my mouth <laughs> yeah i didn't like when um jamal jerome won and he was like where are the latinos <laughs> where are all the awards for the latinos and jamal jerome is latino he's just an yes. afro latino and yeah. yeah yeah so he's one of those you know yeah mm -hmm. type of latinos mm -hmm. so it yeah i love the sour taste in my mouth too so yeah mm -hmm. i never watched it because it's on netflix akin to gina <laughs> akin to miss gina rodriguez yes um, one and the same gina and 
john <laughs> where are all the latinos in mcu uh they're there you're just, they're there girl you're just ignoring the afro you just don't recognize afro latinos as latinos <laughs> and that's a you problem gina yeah and john like was amo <laughs> um so in his um thing he has a joke about how latin people for republicans are like roaches for raid mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i i can't i mean it doesn't seem like he'd be the first person to say that but i don't know he, mm. it's credited to him so i guess it was him <laughs> oh, okay because uh, i feel like i've heard it i didn't know i guess yeah a bunch yeah um and uh yeah again using the cockroach as an insult <laughs> He's reclaiming the cockroach, <laughs> turning and it in this on its head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, La Cucaracha has appeared in uh, countless Looney Tunes cartoons, the song, and it's also been uh, covered by uh, different mus- musical performers like Louis Armstrong, which I had no idea. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, I've heard it so many times, but I don't know who sings the version I've heard. There are so many I versions. I can't tell you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even sure I've heard an official version and not just us singing it, I guess, kids. Oh, I'm sure you have because they'll play it like on certain shows sometimes, TV. That's true. That's what and I you know, mean. But like, half the time I only hear the tune and not the words. Yeah. That's why I don't know the rest of it. Yeah. Well, now you do. Thanks to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, that that was a little bit of history about the song la cucaracha and la cucaracha is an insult to mexicans and apparently all latinos although i think it honestly was mexican specific for a very long time yeah but you know all latinos are mexican so <laughs> that's true that's true just a joke people just a joke don't come for us um that was a great story and you're right we needed a silly little story a silly little short episode to get us through because and some the racism neck, uh-huh. is like silly, you know, like to laugh yeah. at and this, calling Mexicans cockroaches is, is an example of that. Like, I, I don't feel too uh, offended. It's not as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as serious. It's not as serious. So it's yeah. uh, it was a good time, honestly. Like, I like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I it was fun. It was fun to write this at 1 a.m. today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's because for the longest time I was looking for a topic and I was like, oh, I don't know. All these are so they're still like they're short topics but they're a little more depressing and i want something light because and every once in episodes, a while what uh-huh. we have like three light episodes i think yeah yeah <laughs> out of 59 yeah the taco one is the uh-huh. one i can think of the dogs the dogs yeah there's two dogs right is there we have two dog episodes i thought i thought we had one where we talk about the protest dogs and then one oh, where we talked about rev- yeah 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 random right. dogs yeah yeah mm-hmm heroic dogs and then like revolutionary dogs yes yeah, i think what that's what yeah 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 but that's about it even the gum one you talked about was a little depressing <laughs> yeah 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 um i mean even the taco one was a little bit like You're right, oh i can't believe this white man stole really up and stole uh <laughs> for the hard shell taco so, yeah yeah um so this might be our only light episode really <laughs> And the dog ones. <laughs> and the dog ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because I was looking at topics and I was like, oh, well, I've never heard of this. Apparently, do you know, um, how do you pronounce this? Chernobyl? Chernobyl? Yeah. When that happened, Mexico received <laughs> radioactive milk. No, shipments. I didn't know that. And I was like, maybe I should talk about that. And I was like, no, that's depressing too. And that's not short because I will want to mention all of the things I can find about Chernob- Chernobyl. Yeah. Chernobyl? Chernobyl? 
I can't pronounce I it. I don't know either. Chernobyl? That's wrong. No, yeah. Okay. It's like, I think you're saying it right. Chern- oh, Chernobyl. We're not going to try. Stop. So yeah. I was debating between that and this. And I was like, no, I really want something silly. Because uh, the next three episodes are going to suck. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do a three-parter about Allende, the coup, and Pinochet. Yeah. And we've been putting this off for a it's been on our topic list for a while. We've alluded to it. Yes. I've been wanting to talk about it for a while. We did talk about international adoption in Chile, where we briefly talked about Pinochet and his uh, uh, policy on eradicating poverty by uh, stealing and shipping out <laughs> indigenous babies, basically Mapuche babies. Yes. Yes. And that was their way of eradicating poverty. And so that would not have been possible without the environment of the dictatorship, which itself would not have been possible without the U.S. intervention. (laughs) So exactly. Exactly. We might have to have one more silly little episode before we get into that, just because I also am going to read a book. (laughs) And, you know, it's hard to uh, read books. Um in general not <laughs> i love reading books but it's it's time consuming wise it's hard <laughs> and it takes me twice as long to read anything it yeah it takes it, t- it takes a while yes but we're gonna do it we're gonna do it yeah we are we're we for are, sure we've been covering these talking things. about it for a while yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> and and i feel like not a lot of people know about it i i feel like yeah. people know bits and pieces or just like you know that there was a coup and that there was U.S. involvement, but not the extent of it. And the, mm-hmm. the dictatorship and people are aware of those things. But yeah, not the full. Yeah. And not like we're going to cover the full story either, but <sighs> no, yeah. that would be impossible. <laughs> impossible. Yeah. I was going to say one more thing about it. Um, no, I wasn't going to. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Just I can't believe. And then we've said this before, but that when Trump was in office and all the Proud Boys were running wild and wearing shirts that say Pinochet did nothing wrong. Oh, I don't Did remember you ever that. See those shirts? You never saw no, those shirts? No, I don't think so. Yeah, they're like I know very... that people in where was it? It's somewhere recently where the, they're turning towards dictatorship, and Argentina. they were also okay. Yeah, they were. I think they were wearing shirts like that, which I don't know why they would turn to Pinochet when they have their own dictators there. So maybe I'm remembering wrong. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm not sure. Well, yeah, because I know Argentina. Argentina has been a mess lately um, because mm-hmm. of Millet. Oh, yes. God. Yeah. We won't go into that. <laughs> but yeah, people were wearing those shirts. Um, and it's like a very right wing like thing to say. And yeah. um, I don't know how anyone can agree with that, regardless of whatever your political beliefs are, like m- massacres, mass murders and literal genocide are not things that are good. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we shouldn't have to say that. <laughs> we shouldn't. But yet here we are. And I, I am, I'm sure that no one that listens to this yeah, yeah. <laughs> would agree. Um, oh, one more thing I want to mention before we end this. Um, Is it what I want to mention? Oh, what are you going to mention? Our, the newest review on Apple Podcasts? Oh, no, no. Oh, I was going to say that there's a podcast by Radio Ambulante. Oh, yes. Called, God, what did I tell you it was called? Um, well, let me look at my, because I just listened to it. And it's going to be six parts. Did you see that? Yes. Or hear that, I guess I should say right there it is you found it yes uh alguien como bukele by um yeah el hilo and central or is it called central 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 is the podcast and then they're gonna do series of and it's something they mentioned in this um in that episode that bukele kind of started a trend sadly about (laughs) 
Latin America. Turning away from democracy yeah. towards dictatorship. It was like dictatorship 101. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so following Bukele, there's been a trend of a lot of Latin, different Latin American countries heading the same way, you know, and so that they're going to talk about different figures from that um, and start off with Bukele because he's the one who basically started it. Mm-hmm, and it's yeah. going to be like, I think each one is going to be a six parter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And I listened to the first episode. Um, and I, I mean, we both like everything that like El Hilo and Radio Ambulante puts out. Yeah. Um, and very well produced and a very, I mean, a good history on what's going on there with Bukele. Yeah. Um, some will say Ooh, it's like biased, but whatever. I don't think so. <laughs> it's like a real look at the things he's done. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that to anyone because we've talked about this before. Um, but anyone that's like wants more information, it is in Spanish. So if, if you have like a language barrier, then that's uh, unfortunate. But if you know Spanish, certainly it would be a good thing to listen to, especially if you have family members that like support this dictator. Or if you don't know much about it, aside from what we've said, certainly check it out. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the episodes. But yeah, that was the other thing I was going to mention. Me too. And then, yeah, before we sign off, I wanted to thank... Let me pull it up. Sorry. Hold on. We have a new review on Apple Podcasts. Um, We love reviews. So if you are enjoying the podcast, feel free to let us know. (laughs) We love to hear it. We do. Um, So, yeah, thank you to H... I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce this. (laughs) H-S-H-E-H-E-B-B. Yes, that is Sheb. how you pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> For your review, this was left uh, mid-December. So, um, yeah, we love to hear how these stories, you know, impact you. We need a little, a little, uh, <laughs> a little praise every once in a while because this is time-consuming and heavy. Yeah. So it feels good to know that, you know, your listeners are getting something positive out of it. Yeah, it really does. It's uh, so heartwarming and it, it really makes you think, uh, yeah, we're making a difference. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. worth it. We need all it. these depressing things that make us so mad or worth <sighs> it. Were you gonna yeah. did you read the review? No, sorry, hold on. Oh, were you I was gonna ask if you were gonna read it or not. I was, and then oh, okay. I started talking about how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> and so it says, fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, This podcast deserves so much recognition. I learned a lot about Latin America that I had no idea about. They're very true to the title of Historias Unknown for sure. They also cite all of their sources so I can look into any of these topics in more detail. I also want to mention that I am from El Paso, Texas, and I reside in San Diego right now. So I've learned very important things that have happened in both of these places. I'm also Mexican and Puerto Rican. So sorry, every every time I read Puerto Rican in English, I think of Puerto Rican. Yeah, Um, I've heard you. So anyway, I'm also Mexican and Puerto Rican, so I think it was really important to hear some of the things that have been swept under the rug in history. To Christina and Carmen, I really hope you all know that you're doing very important work and you are making a big impact because you have definitely done that for me. I love the banter and I love the relationship you guys have with each other. Please keep this podcast going. I'm hooked and we will keep it going. (laughs) We will. We will. Um, Yes. Oh, man. But yeah, it just means a lot to to see that. It really does. It really does. So yeah, thanks again. Yes. Damn, I was trying to find this book called The Pinochet Regime by Carlos... I can't say the last name. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like $70 everywhere I look. Damn. I even looked at abooks.com. Okay, well, we can end this before I go on about (laughs) the book. Mm -hmm.
What about a PDF of it or the ebook? That's not cheaper. Sometimes the ebooks are cheaper. That's true. I haven't looked. The ebook I got for Salvadorian, it was not expensive anyway, but the ebook was only $10. Oh, okay. I'll probably look at look at that. Okay. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening. And we hope that this was one less historia unknown for you. Bye. Bye.